So today is under the heading R, M, R and R, which is a deliberately awful acronym for Repair, Maintenance, Renewal and Replacement. Replacement and Renewal, the ginormous task that homeowners face, particularly if they have children and the sort of average number of possessions that a Western person has, how much time they are going to need to spend repairing, maintaining, replacing the broken and renewing ideas as old ideas wear out. I'm talking about, Daddy, the pedal on the bin is broken. Darling, the oven is smoking. The, um, the, the grease from last night has stuck hard. Um, then sitting on a chair that served you well for 20 years and suddenly something snaps and you've got at least an hour with glue and clamps um, and possibly twine just on that one job. And you've got, for the pedal of the bin, you've got, a, you've got 15 minutes on the internet looking to see if eSpares does the Brabantia pedal for the bin you got given as a wedding present. Um, so there was a time when, um, when the children were young, when I was already very tired. And I remember becoming totally overwhelmed with this and really very depressed with it because I, I just couldn't see a way out. And I had so many notes on my desk and objects, handles of jugs that had fallen off. Um, we had a really expensive Italian pan and the handle came off one day and it needed welding in a specialist way because it had aluminium in it, aluminium alloy. Um, and that took about four years to find somebody in locally that would actually deal with a job like that. So, yeah, I just ended up with boxes full of broken things, electrical food whizzers where the blade and the plastic of the blade had worn and it wouldn't spin anymore. And I just, I don't know why, but I just refused to landfill all these things. And, and therefore they just built up and up and it just felt so heavy. And what I found I was doing was each task, I, <clears throat> I rushed through because I thought, well, I have another 26 things to do. I've just got to get this one done and then I can tick the next one off. And I got to a point of real despair thinking, oh, this Western life is so ridiculous and blah, blah, blah. And then I began to realise that I could control the situation. I could take control of it. And the way to take control of it was to do each job with extraordinary patience and care and take my time as if each job was my hobby for the day, my puzzle, my conundrum. Can I crack this? And never mind all the rest, that I would just take each job really slowly. And I'm talking about getting a broken coffee cup and taking real time to set up a little jig with mini clamps so that when I put the handle on and glued it, it would hold it in place and preparing to have maybe some white spirit ready and a little cloth so I could take the glue off. And, and essentially what I think I was doing was finally um, recognising what I'd seen my dad do for many years at home because he was a model maker. 
And so he had a beautiful workshop with every small fiddly little device a man could need, a person could need. And he was just very good at repairing things, but I never once saw him rush a job. And actually, I never saw him complain or get stressed. Um, Conversely, my mum often complained about the garden. Oh, the lawn edges. Oh, the roses need pruning. Oh, the... Oh, I've got to do this. Oh, I've got to do that. So I think what I've realised is that that deliberately, absolutely rebelling against any compulsion to rush is the way to take command of this R, M, R and R situation. Um, I think it's either that or get unbelievably stressed and rush every job and get no pleasure from the jobs or do what I have seen in one or two houses where we've had to go in and do sorting jobs, say with the church or with volunteers, where literally there is no capacity to deal with any of those things and the broken things just build up in piles until, as happened in Edenbridge, it began to fill entire rooms. And I remember one house that we cleared there was an entire room completely given over to the broken, unused, redundant um, things, which was quite shocking to see. Now, the reason I think this subject is important, although it might seem a bit mundane, is that I actually believe it's a huge hidden problem in most homes in Britain and um, one that perhaps people don't talk about very much. And it's probably one of the things that's causing particularly single mums, a huge amount of stress and cost. And I I think it's also probably having a huge impact in how fast landfill is getting filled up because people in their despair eventually just chuck everything. For example, the bike that I've been riding all through lockdown for a year now, I literally found by a bin. Um, The wheel was missing, which is a bit frustrating, but I thought, do you know what? I'll I'll take the bike and... um, I'll get a wheel. And strangely enough, a week later, I was walking past the same bin and the wheel was there. So there is a guy in town. And this is another thing to do with all this is that some things you may not be good at repairing yourself. And the key is to have contacts in your local community with people who absolutely love repairing those things. So quite a lot of electrical things go up to my father-in-law. And he actually gets real joy out of... um, sort of googling for a dishwasher pump and things like that or 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 using some odd bits of screws and bolts to to fix (coughs) with a few wires just to to make something work again and so this bike uh went to a man with one arm called vic gooding in edenbridge he literally has one withered arm and the fingers don't work well the arm doesn't work but he i would say is a master bicycle repairer and so i took this Um, destined for landfill bicycle up to him and he said yeah no problem I think it cost me 50 quid he put a new seat he raised the handlebars with a new pole Um, and actually he got into it so much he actually painted over some of the rust on the handlebars in black tidied it up put some new hand grips on and I before breakfast every single day except when it's pouring with rain. I've ridden around the estate with great joy on that bike and it's still going strong. So I do believe that if one can crack this, there is actually great joy to be found in repairing things. 
and seeing them live again. And as I've overstated, what seems to strip these jobs of joy is any form of rushing. And strangely, what I've noticed is that if I begin, you know, if I do each job quite well, for some reason, everything necessary seems to get done in time. A bit like the aluminium pan, it had to sit in a box for three years and then suddenly I saw a sign, specialist welders, and I took it in a really good time with the owner. And he was like, yeah, no problem, we'll do it, come back later today. And sure enough, with a big beaming smile on his face, he handed over this this restored Lepentole Italian deluxe pan and it's now, um, back on the shelf. So the reason I, I'm kind of blogging, um, podcasting this today is that I've begun to wonder whether there is a connection into the spiritual world with this. And I've been reading, because I've over the years suffered a lot of exhaustion problems, I've, I've read quite a lot about the monastic life. Um, I found out yesterday, for example, that that monks, Tibetan monks, only sleep four hours a night and they believe it's because their lifestyle is so meditative that they don't burn anything like the mental energy that we Westerners do and so they need a fraction of the sleep. And they get up at four o'clock in the morning and walk around barefoot in the town looking for people to help and what have you and I'm not advocating that. But So I noticed that in the monastic life, you know, when they go out to till, till a garden, you never see a monk rushing and they kind of do each job very slowly, you know. And also I read that part of a monk's life is to is to relish the mundane and be happy to do any job, however menial. And I think the way that they find this joyful and not demoralizing is that they just don't rush. In fact, I would think on their good days, um, they stay in God's presence while they do it. And so this takes me neatly into the book of Genesis. And I remember discovering when I left London, the verses about Adam tending in the Garden of Eden, what the Lord had planted. And I remember noticing that Adam did not plant, Adam did not initiate what was in the garden. His job was just to look after it. And as anybody knows, if they do gardening, gardening is a is an endless job. Um, there's always something to do, manuring and pruning and weeding and, you know, getting rid of bugs and harvesting and sowing. It's, it's not like people who lived in the kind of pre the Industrial Revolution had, were twiddling their thumbs. There were endless things to do. But I think the key thing is recognizing that possibly what life is actually meant to be about is doing pretty mundane things all day, but with great joy and with great presence. Um, and that the curse is the rushing bit. The curse is believing that we are going to run out of time. Um, so I'm not sure about this. I'm just pondering it. I'd welcome anybody's thoughts. And so is it possible that our repairing, our R, M, R and R is actually very close to the spiritual life? If it's done well, it's very close to the monastic life, but it perhaps needs to be rediscovered in a new way. And one thing that I've noticed is um, years ago, my life was mostly kind of sports and hobbies. And I often think now, you know, isn't it funny? I don't really have time for those things. And I think I don't really have time because I spend all my spare time pottering around the house and garden and just dealing with things. Um, 
yeah i'm about to put some flashing on the top of the hen house and varnish it again with yacht varnish and i'm so looking forward to doing that i'm waiting for a moment when it's dry and it's warm and the hens are out and i've got time to get all the bits together without any form of pressure and yeah i've no idea when that will happen it could be months away it could be the end of the summer but what i've realized is as long as I don't try and get it done quickly, it's almost as if it's already done. I just haven't got round to it yet. Anyway, there we go. That's my starter for 10 on R, M, R and R. Bye-bye.